the only thing I want to start with is uh, just to point out, I mean, um, sometimes things that are very important are not particularly exciting, but uh, yesterday something very important and to some of us exciting did happen. The, after 11 years and many millions of dollars and many false starts, the state of Indiana arrived at a modern accounting system. And it went live and all so far has gone very well, but this is important because it means, first of all, we'll save a lot of money, there will be better service for citizens, and uh, the state will be able to make real-time decisions. We'll be able to balance our checkbook every month and not simply once a year. So I just want to thank all the people who have worked very, very hard to make this, uh, to bring this off uh, to uh, design, install the system, to train the employees, and this is all still ongoing. Um, but the, uh, it went live, as they say, yesterday. It's been used well over a thousand times already, and so far so good. And uh, just because it may strike some as a little mundane doesn't mean we shouldn't take note of it this morning, and I, I do that with pride. Questions, please? Yeah. 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 Uh huh. And it's a preposterous decision. It's an extreme decision, and um, came um, in this case from a judge who's been reversed before. Um, and I expect that to happen again. It'd be one thing if this had not already been litigated from the bottom up through the federal system, and. Uh, if multiple courts, including the Supreme Court of the United States, hadn't already spoken. The legislature had every right to write that uh, law, and it, uh, after the, this decision will be a footnote to history eventually. Will you appeal? Sure. I mean, the Attorney General, I will, on behalf of the state. Well, is there a possibility that we can try to rewrite the law to match the decision? I don't think it will be necessary. This is an extreme decision, and uh, one that flies in the face of much uh, 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 better judges, frankly, and um, I look uh, forward to its reversal. No. I think it's transparently so, but uh, that's not really what's at issue. It's just bad law. It's an act of judicial arrogance to. Uh, 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 and uh, that's always a bad idea. You mentioned that it was obviously upheld by the U.S. Supreme Court, but these judges were ruling on the Indian Supreme Court language. I understand, but there's nothing in the Indiana Constitution that uh, goes beyond what the federal Constitution provides here. Governor Eli Lilly uh, this week announced uh, layoff 5,500 worldwide. Mm -hmm. Well, abatements are a local matter, but the uh, uh, but any state uh, tax um, uh, postponements are um, are always um, performance based, as we say. So if the jobs don't happen. Uh, those credits aren't awarded. Uh, likewise, we go back 
now and audit and, uh, and uh, claw back in certain cases uh, any that were uh, awarded that, for jobs that then later went away. So we'll have a look and see. I, my recollection is that uh, the, uh, these arrangements, which are now many years old, preceded our administration, um, but have probably been honored in large part, even if there is an impact in Indiana from this decision on a net basis, Lilly has added an awful lot of jobs in the last uh, eight or ten years. The state's ahead of the game. So we're uh, uh, concerned, obviously, that they have to retrench, but it's tough business, and uh, we want them stronger for the long term. Governor, you talked about the new computer system, hmm? the ongoing problems with the FSSA. You're coming up on the end right. period where you're going to judge them as to whether to keep this in operation or not. Right. How is that going? Where you're, yeah. Where, where are you leaning? Yeah, well, there are going to be changes. And um, we've had some very productive uh, conversations, both with people concerned about the system and with the federal authorities. Um, you know, I've said a hundred times that we're going to move around here, we're going to act, we're going to make change, and if we find out that the change we make is not the best one, we'll come back and do something uh, uh, different and learn from uh, our mistakes, and that's what's going to happen here. Change within the same vendor or change yeah. Now, the issue has nothing to do with the vendors. It has to do with the, with the uh, structure of the system and the way it tries to do its business. And a couple of the things that have been done really in the interest of more convenience for the applicants, being able to apply uh, other than in person, over the phone, the Internet, have not been working well. And so it's the concept of the system, and it has nothing to do with who's operating it. Uh, we'll just wait to the end of the month. Uh, we have some continuing conversations ongoing, and um, we'll have something more definitive to say soon. You need to understand that 94% of FSSA is private contracts. Almost all of FFSA, uh, Medicaid, uh, other aspects of social service are done through contracts. This is the rule, not the exception. Uh, it's almost universally the way we deliver service. Yes, please remember at least a third of the people working on welfare are state employees. Only state employees make determinations as to who gets it and who doesn't. Uh, this has sometimes uh, been overlooked. Well, I understand their frustration. Um, the formula awards thousands of dollars more per student to other districts, but um, uh, the legislature has a right to write the bill that way. You know, the same judge who just uh, uh, opined on the uh, voter ID law was reversed not long ago on a, as far as I can tell, very, very similar suit coming from a different set of plaintiffs. And so that would suggest to me that there's not a lot of future in this, but I understand the nature of their uh, concern. But it's really for the legislature 
to make these decisions, just as in the case of voter ID. Governor, how uh, successful was the trade mission? Yeah. Well, that'll all be um, uh, something we decide in the course of time, but I'm awfully glad we made it, as I have been about all the others. And no question that it's a good idea um, uh, to uh, go thank those companies who have brought thousands of jobs to Indiana and might bring more. Um, Indiana clearly stands apart among the Midwest states now, both in terms of results and, I think, uh, good relationships with the Japanese business community. On the case of China, I'm very glad we went. Maybe should have gone a year or two sooner, but I don't think we um, missed any opportunities. Um, there are clearly people there now uh, preparing to invest in the United States and create some jobs, and uh, uh, we wanted to explain to them where the best place for that would be. Yeah, I was told by the uh, IEDC that um, you know we have some 220 Japanese firms here, but only a handful of Chinese right. and very few employees. Yeah. Could, you think this trade mission could help turn that around? Well, it's not a matter of turning it around. The Chinese are, uh, there are very few Chinese investments anywhere in the United States. Uh, we're at the front edge of that. I, I would say that the uh, emergence of China as a two-way partner is only now where the uh, Japanese were 25 years ago. So uh, I'm very glad we didn't wait any longer. I have. It's been suggested every single year that we go to China as well as Japan, and I declined to do that until this year because I wasn't sure that uh, it'd be a good investment of our of our time. But I I think by now it is, and and from now on it probably will be. In a report from China, you indicated that there were a couple of companies interested in making sites. Yeah. Well, when I mean site visit, I mean to Indiana. If and when they come, as we always do, we'll show them multiple places. We're, we're a, there's a lot of variety in this state in terms of uh, and one site will match one business better than another. We always show them a, uh, a good cross-section. Hard telling, but, uh, but they've got hard cash. <laughs> and uh, uh, we want to bring some of the, we want to bring some of those dollars back here and put them to work higher in Hoosiers. And again, clearly uh, there are, these companies uh, are, uh, are making uh, long-term strategic decisions that include coming to the United States. Impossible to say. And we talked a lot with the, our Japanese friends about that. They don't have much better sense than we do over here what this uh, really landmark event will mean. The, Policies in the new government uh, are very uh, ambiguous at this point. They were elected on a very vague uh, promise of change, and they're a very diverse coalition. And their leader has been um, uh, not entirely clear about what direction he'd like to go. So, uh, too soon to know. Well, we've, um, at the request of Mayor Daley, uh, joined him in certain uh, appeals, signed some letters, and, and tried to make it plain that uh, Indiana is excited about 
that possibility and would love to play some role, hosting some of the events perhaps. Um, so we're rooting for them. Well, we haven't been asked to do it. We've done everything we've been asked, been asked to do by Chicago. Back to Eli, I'm curious, yeah. given your experience uh -huh. before um, and kind of the analysis of the pipeline, how things right. are going, uh, how, should, how should Hoosiers read into that decision? Is this a company that's future is down? Is it just a rough spot? You, you have a better awareness of the company than, than most. What, yeah. what should folks take away from that? It's a great company um, and well run. It's preparing uh, for the uh, for its future in a very tough competitive environment. You know, I was there and had um, some lead responsibilities in a very parallel situation in the late '90s, preparing for the expiration of the Prozac patent. I used to show people at that time a uh, chart. No pharmaceutical company had ever gone through a patent loss of that size relative to the size of the company without a life-changing event, either disappearing, being bought by someone else, or acquiring someone else as a short-term fix. Lilly's the first company that did it. I predict they'll do it again, but you only stay independent. And you only um, continue to uh, succeed uh, as Lilly has by acting decisively and before the, before the crisis arrives. So every Hoosier should really wish them well. We're, we're not happy, of course, that uh, they have to pull back a little bit. But let's remember, as we were discussing with Abdul, they've grown an awful lot in the last uh, decade. And we're not giving up all those gains. And. Uh, Secondly, these are the kind of difficult decisions that uh, uh, businesses make that, uh, uh, that really prove them their value in the long run. Governor, the county officials are still blocking at holding their November transit referendum. Yeah. Are there any consequences if they skip it or give them advice for what they should do? I, I don't. I mean, the legislature wrote the bill the way they did. And uh, it's the law of the state. Not with, it's not, there's nothing I can do about it, uh, nothing within my authority, so. Well, it depends, to, depends where you sit. You know, if you're one of those districts that's, that gets, uh, uh, several thousand dollars more per student, I suppose you think it works pretty well. Um, but, um, you know, I haven't met a, uh, to be honest, I haven't met a uh, school, I haven't seen a school district yet that didn't want more money. Um, so maybe no one's entirely satisfied with the formula. But I think the legislature does the best it can to um, balance the interests Clearly, it's, it's a good idea within limits to award more money to districts that uh, have special challenges and lots of students with, their, with individual challenges. And the question is, how much is the appropriate uh, degree?
Governor, there's a bike brewing uh, in the next session over take out Sunday alcohol sales and allowing grocery stores and convenience stores to sell cold beer. Mm -hmm. um, you have an opinion on either of those? No. <laughs> Excellent. I don't have to write any <laughs> You're welcome. No web posting there. <laughs> You're welcome. The, the usual fees will apply. <laughs> In fact, yeah, got me yeah, Melissa Daniels' wedding Saturday. I trust a good time will be had by all. I did uh, been telling people, you know, the girl said, "Dad, you're cutting it kind of close." I'm just getting back from Asia two days ahead of time, and I said, "Well, don't worry." I said, "If if I get stuck over there, uh, I've, I've handled all the essentials, the checkbooks at home, and I've left a cardboard cutout of me in a tuxedo for the pictures and." That, that pretty well des describes the father's role in, uh, in American weddings. You know, the Chinese are, uh, have a long history and in so many ways a uh, more civilized society. Over there, the father, the bri uh, bridegroom pays for it, which I find a much more civilized custom than the way we do it. Yeah. It's kind of like school districts. Where are you... <laughs> Where you sit determines your point of view. <laughs> Thank you, everybody.